from Bass Hole Studios in Hollywood, California. Yo, what time is it? You're listening to I'm a Bass Hole with Doug Bass. We've all been one. He's an asshole. So let's laugh about it. Now, here's your host, Doug Bass. Hey, what's up, Bass Halls? Welcome to I'm a Bass Hall. My name's Doug Bass. Thanks for joining us. Make sure you subscribe uh, wherever you get your podcast fix. Check out the full video experience on YouTube. Rate, review, share with your friends, all that good stuff. Uh, we got a great show today. I'm really excited to have him here. He's a fellow uh, Jersey boy, Paul Costable. He's a comedian. He's a host. He's a writer. I think he's, I think he's won some Emmys. I think we're going to get into that. Um, I'm going to jump right in because he's here in the studio, and I'm excited to have him. Today's episode, Paul Costable. Paul, how you doing, Paul? Wow, dude, what's up? This is amazing. What an intro, right? Yeah, <laughs> I try. I mean, like I said, I'm like a, a fucking DJ while hosting this thing. It's dude, crazy. This was the this is the best technically like open I've seen ever in, really? in this town. Yeah, that was <laughs> like I town. feel I feel floored, man. I'm happy to be here. I'm like hell yeah, that's yeah. me. Well, Let's go. Well, thanks for coming over to the the studio over yeah, here dude. over the hill and everything. Uh, how you been? Good. Yeah. It's great to be here. Yeah. yeah. Good. I was late. I was on the phone yep. when I got here. I feel like I'm trying, like knowing you and what you do. I just want to like be a jerk. Yeah, you're, you're just, a true, a true basshole. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's all good. I mean, I mean, uh, Keto was gonna join us today, and then he's like, "I'm like, are you coming today?" And he's like, "He's like, and he's like, yeah, I'll be there." And then like, I set up the studio for like three people. And, oh, then, wow. and then he's like, he's like, oh, I can't come now. And I'm like, all right. You know, what a asshole. What an it's asshole, probably because right? I didn't I didn't know if maybe I should have shot the text like, hey, really would love to see you. No, nah, it's all good. I mean, he, you know, his schedule is a little crazy. So, you know, it depends on if he's available, he'll, he'll pop in every now and then. But yeah, uh, it's crazy. Yeah, but yeah. but, but so, now he's now I feel like he's the bigger jerk. You yeah, know, you know, it's debatable. It's debatable. You know? <laughs> um, so uh, what's been going on, man? Uh, you, you did our live show. I on love the asshole. Yeah. You, you, you did great on it. Uh, you, you won technically. I technically um, yeah. kind of. Yeah, I feel. I feel like I stole the trophy, which I guess works with the with being the basshole. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But that's fine. You know, I, I took mean, it. Yeah. You took it. You took it and you ran with it, which is great. Um so you are um you're from New Jersey. We're both yeah. from New Jersey, which from we, Jersey. Which we kinda um figured out like a couple weeks ago when I was on yeah. your show. Yeah. I didn't know you were yeah. I, until we chatted about it, but we we immediately it makes sense for how we chat right. and hang out. Right. But I actually just got back. I was there. I was in New York oh, for that's a few right. days. Yeah. So I kind of got an injection of everything we're talking about, which is like straightforwardness, honesty, grit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was in the city like 48 hours and just like that's it? went on a, yeah, just oh, went okay. on like a bender of like, a, you know, drinking and eating and, and working. It was just like a, you know, nonstop. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's pretty cool. I mean, I, I yeah, I try to get back as often as I can, but it's you know, it's uh, I don't know, it's hard to get out of here sometimes. The longer the longer you're in LA, the harder it is to get out of here. Totally. Yeah. You but just you get, go you for work. Comfortable. I go for work yeah. and pleasure and yeah. and everything in between. It's different when I go without the family too. Like yeah. I love bringing the kids and the wife, but when and I'm you have there, two, you have two kids, two right? Kids. Two kids, two daughters. Yeah, yeah. but it's bad. It's like it's bad. Maybe borderline asshole story I'm developing because like I just I like kind of reminisce. A time before that. I love my family. I love that I have right, kids. Right. But I go there. I stay near where I used to stay alone. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, yeah, New York, I'm here. I got no responsibility when I'm in this town. And that, you know, will lead to hospitalizations. And yeah, possibly, right. Yeah, probably the, prison time. All my drinking, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. feel like one It's a different time turn. now. You got you to gotta calm down, Paul. Yeah, no more I, no I think more I, wear, I wear dad on my face. But time-wise, I just right. spend, I just stay up the right. whole time I'm there. Like, well, you're a young dad. So that's, I mean, you, I got, you got that going for you. Yeah, you know? I'm trying you got, to be. You got the energy and stuff like that. 
Yeah. If I if I if I have a child at this point, I'm gonna be an old dad. So well, it's I'm perfect already, for LA though. It's perfect for LA, but like I, I don't know if I have the energy to do it. I'm just like you know I'm 42, so I'm like oh fuck man, I can't imagine like running around. I, I go and visit my niece and nephew who yeah. are like you know three four and two or whatever, and like I'm like exhausted just from three days but being with them. You know I'm like oh. You're thinking of it all wrong though. See in LA you become an old dad. You do really well in this town, and you just pay. You pay for the run. You pay a yeah. runner. You literally yeah. have a twenty-five-year-old kid you run hire, around my kid. You hire someone to play with them. Yeah. I'd like to hire yeah. someone just to watch, run around my kids all day. I just smoke a cigar, <laughs> and like I keep eye contact with my kids, so like they get the core memory that right. they're, they're having. How old, to how play. old are your kids? Five and a half and eleven months. Oh wow, okay. All right. So I'm there with them, right? Yeah, yeah. But then like the, the energy is somebody else because yeah. that's what think about. That's what like Pacino's. Think about Pacino. Oh yeah, right he now. just had a kid, right? What is he or, doing? Or, yeah, he just yeah. had a kid, so. Jesus, him, him and De Niro. Yeah. yeah. Can you these, imagine? These fucking guys are, yeah, just fucking, because they're like, you know what? We got enough money. We'll tell you, they'll be dead in you know, yeah. 10 years. But, and but it's you like, think, do you think Pacino's running around with his, his no. new kid? He's no. probably like, he's probably sitting there like, where am I? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Are you, yeah. His, chi- his child will get to know him from his films. Exactly. And that's going to be like, that's my father. That's, yeah. yeah. He's going to be raised on, you know, Godfather and you know, whatever yeah. else. Yeah. I remember my woman. dad. My dad always <laughs> said to me growing up, say hello to my little friend. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. Like, yeah. That's what dad said to me. His dad. Yeah. It's daddy. Oh, I just mean don't feel bad if you end up having kids even five, ten years from now. Yeah. You're not old, really. If you look no, at the no, Pacino yeah. scale. Yeah, no, exactly. And I can, the Hollywood I can, I can, scale. The Hollywood scale. The Hollywood yeah, scale. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm already preparing for my, my second wife who will be like, you know, much younger and, yeah. and able to do yeah, everything, you know. That's the first thing yeah. you say on a date, right? You go, <laughs> you're much younger. You're legal, but you're much younger you're much and fertile, younger. right? Yeah you, you go, yeah, you realize I'm too old for you. That's okay, though, because we're in L.A. Okay, but you yeah. big in L.A., and you go, I got the money to pay for a runner and whatever you want. So Hopefully, Pacino- hopefully one day, yeah, yeah, we'll what see. What do you think Pacino says? <laughs> exactly. Ooh, uh, yeah, that's what he says. What do you want? Hey, go get yourself something nice. <laughs> yeah. What? What? We have a kid now? You're pregnant? I didn't... Oh my keep God. doing a bad Pacino That's lately. good, man. I like it. It's a good voice. Yeah, you do well. You have in your East Coast. You can do it. You, you know? know, I saw Jay Moore do him uh, oh, live. Yeah. Yeah. And, and since I saw Jay, who's also another Jersey guy, mm-hmm. I feel like I keep doing his. This is what happens with impressions. I'm not an impressionist, right? When I hear a good comedian do a voice, right. that's what sticks. And that's what you. I keep doing. That's like, what you keep you doing, know? yeah. Do you have any impressions that you try? I mean, I was, I was watching your reel, uh, mm. which is... Uh, Pretty impressive, I would say. So you, you're a host of uh, NBC's in, in New York and California Live. Uh, yeah. What is it called? Uh, Peacock. Beat. You were the host of the Beat yes. the Clock on Peacock. Yes, I was. And now you are on a different show. Is that correct? What is it? Yes. Now I'm on the two like lifestyle shows for both cities, New York Live and California Live, which is crazy because like they're technically local shows, and yeah. I'm from New York, so I just was there doing their show when I was. So you there. go back and forth and do both shows, yeah, pretty much. How I'm often more, are you going back doing that? I'm more California based now, but yeah. I'll go to New York every couple months and and i'm so great it's like my old family like i pop yeah. in and do segments i think i'm the only one working in tv where i still could like go to my show and do things i'm so grateful to those teams right that have just been like oh yeah we paul's like a you know a featured guy yeah it's a pretty show. sweet Come gig on. how did you get started uh, hosting uh, uh this kind of stuff I honestly, I started in DJing. You'll appreciate this in Jersey. I'm really? at an entertainment company. Like, so like weddings, weddings and, proms and bar mitzvahs and, stuff? Yeah, and prom. Actually, yeah. my senior year of high school, I went to like 80 proms. Yeah, I was all the DJ. That was like the the year to do it. I was just like, "What's up? What's up, girl? Like, what yeah. do you want? Let's play some rompe and just like <laughs> see what happens." That's a weird deep, uh, like what's that song? That Latin reggaeton. Oh, reggaeton oh, was yeah, I don't yeah. know why I would play that, but yeah. um, everyone wants that at, the, at those events. Yeah. yeah. So I did. I did DJing forever, my and I was always in front of people doing that job. And I was a drummer too. My dad was in wedding bands, oh, so nice. I, I grew up kind of drumming with them and DJing with them. And then there was a shift where I was like, I like being the host guy with the mic. I love talking to people. 
And I started doing TV stuff in high school, and that's when it changed. Like I was doing, you know, Conan O'Brien's one of my biggest idols. Oh yeah. You know, Letterman, yeah. Carson, all the old late night greats became I, my favorites. Yeah, you know, I was in high school. Uh, I'm probably I don't know how old you are, but I'm 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 probably a generation different from you or whatever. But I I, I don't know. I grew up I grew up you know North Jersey, and I would yeah. go I would go into in high school I would go see Conan and uh, Letterman. The best. And like I remember going to Letterman uh, like in high school and getting like permission to go interview one of the writers for like journalism class or something wow. like that and it was a huge deal for me and then like i remember he like like letterman called me out like you know like made fun i was like oh, i want to be an actor you know he like talks to the crowd before mm -hmm. the thing or whatever mm -hmm. and he like mentioned my name during the opening monologue and was like kind of making fun of me and stuff but i was like this is the greatest moment ever i was like oh my god i can't believe this is happening that's so cool yeah, like, well, yeah. i saw i saw conan uh, back in the day too that was such yeah. a fan. i saw a taping of his mm -hmm. and uh it, it was a dream being close to there in the city oh, yeah. and i got i wanted to be conan for many years and then in college i did a late night talk show right and that's really where I was like, wait a second, like maybe I could have big hair and be silly on television. That's totally. really what the dream was like, kind of formulated. Like, no, this could be a thing. And then I kind of stubbornly took jobs all over media, like trying to be that where they weren't hiring for that. Like specifically, like, I did a Staten Island community TV job for a year. Yeah. But they hired me to help with local shows, and I literally just took crews and did my own TV shows. Like, no, we're doing a man on the street comedy show now. That's see awesome. See guys at the time, like if you think about it, we're not, it wasn't as internet as now. You had half a million people that could yeah. see it on the island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like a local like TV thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, half a and million that, idiots. But now, I, now it's like now it's all you know, internet. It's all over the world or whatever. Yeah. But now you're you're interviewing huge people, uh, yeah. huge uh, celebrities and stuff. Uh, Julia Roberts, oh, yeah. uh, George Clooney, the most Oprah. Beautiful, the who's, most, who's the most famous person that you've interviewed? Probably those three. Though, yeah. uh, all, all very uniquely them in person yeah. too. Like the Julia Roberts and George Clooney, like two of the most beautiful people in person. Where like I didn't know where to look. I'm straight, but like you look at George Clooney, I'm like I'm gay. Yeah, like, you know, I, 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 I ran into George Clooney once uh, in the Valley in Studio City, like, yeah. years ago. He used to be, I think, co-owner of that Firefly restaurant. I don't know if he still is. It's mm. on Ventura. And I remember I was there having a drink in my late 20s or whatever, and I went to the bathroom, and he was, like, coming out of a stall or something. And, like, I was just like, oh, that's George Clooney. I was yeah. like, crazy, you know? But it was like, yeah, you see him in person, you're like, whoa, there he is. Yeah, it's wild. I, I feel grateful for these jobs, and I think doing it for so long, like, I started, my stepping stone with celebrities was iHeartRadio. There, mm -hmm. they didn't hire me to host either, but I was like, no, 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 I'm going to go up to celebrities and do promotional bits. This is when the internet was sort of kind of igniting. Yeah. So my first day there, I ran up to Nicki Minaj with a camera, and I almost got fired because I pissed her off. I pissed the, the record label off. They're like, who's this hothead? And right. I always wore hothead, yeah. I always wore suits, <laughs> and I ran up to her. And I, was I noticed like, that. I love that, yeah. But even back in the day, I was like this guy from the digital team wearing suits ready to be like the host, right? Yeah. And she was like mortified but it was a funny little bit i did like an impression of her to her face i'm like mm -hmm. Nicki Minaj, you sound like this like why do you do this or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it wasn't it wasn't the funniest thing but that day the record label guy was like if you ever do this again like you're, we're not going to come back here everyone got in trouble <laughs> fast forward a few years later i became like the go-to digital host for them where like that record label guy was like we have to do bits with paul yeah yeah they make everybody look fun and you know i was able to make people well, like, like you're an comedy. easygoing guy and it's like yeah that these celebrities come in the room and they're like at ease with someone who's yeah. kind of poking fun and not too serious you know like I'm sure, like you know, your questions are screened, obviously, or whatever. But like, not you know, always. Not always. Honestly, yeah, I, yeah. I think I think I've always been like a, a childlike kid with questions. And the problem I think is it has backfired with some celebrities. Sure. Like, I mean, it's going to come with the territory. Yeah, I just have never cared enough about. I think I was raised to always talk to people the same, no matter if it's the CEO, yeah. the janitor, and that. And there's some sort of weird 
duty I feel as an interviewer to remind very famous people like if there's you know you've been around famous people yeah if they're at a certain level and they think that they're not like a person I like like it's not my job right but no and it's I like, like, being it, like hey you're like anybody else it's right fun. and they're coming into I mean I'm guessing the way these interviews are set up you're you're one of the rooms or one of the stops on their promo tour yeah. or whatever and they go through like five different little stop bus stops or whatever yeah and like uh, you're and you're one of them and you, what do you get 10 15 minutes with yeah them or something I, like that? I mean the movie ones are really they're like cattle literally yeah, yeah. you have like the julie roberts one like those are junkets where they sit in a room all day right and it's people like me coming in all day and yeah. i actually have a like since i've done it so long my perspective's even shifted like i used to make people do games and sing yeah, songs yeah. and now i'm even like i don't even like that's like, they're like being how put much, on the spot. Yeah, yeah. You know? how much do you prepare for like a, like a movie interview or something like that? Like, is is there a lot of like, what do you get, ten minutes with these people? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I'm not. I'm a preparer, but as I've done it longer and with the adding to the pandemic, I've been less prepared mm -hmm. out of by by choice because well, I really like yeah. like because there's like a certain pro, uh, improv improv yeah. to it as well. It was spontaneity. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that also backfires too. The funny thing about Oprah, this is a good story. It's kind of basketball related. Is mm -hmm. that was one of the biggest ones I ever did at sure. the time. Yeah, I was told I was getting Oprah for the movie The Butler. I okay. don't know if you remember that yeah, movie. Yeah, I remember. Yep. I don't. I don't even. Well, I never saw it. So here's here's part <laughs> of the story. Great movie. I never. Great seen movie. It. It's forgettable. <laughs> She's a better TV host, I think. Right. Sure. But, <laughs> but but I was so blinded by getting open. It was super last minute, right. and I'd never done a movie junket before like these. Mm. They sent me there last minute, and I. And then interviewing the whole cast about the movie. And you're supposed to see the movie to talk to these people. Like you have to sure, know. Sure, I would imagine so, yeah. So I literally sat down with the director, this guy Lee Daniels, yeah. and he's like, So what do you think of the movie? And and to your point, I really can't be a B I can BS and be fun with people, right. but I'm not gonna sit there and pretend to see something I didn't see. It's Jersey in a way. So I go, Oh, I didn't see it, but I'm happy to be here with you and talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And he literally was like, I'm not doing the interview if you haven't if seen you the haven't movie. Seen it, yeah. And I was like, All right, see you later. I just like got up and left. And then I went and met Oprah, and we didn't talk. We barely we all my clips with Oprah have nothing to do with the movie. I just right. messed with her for five minutes. Right. Well, it's like, like it's it's interesting. Like when you when you have people like you know I don't know. Like I mean I and I'm a fairly newer interviewer, but like you know it's like we have people come in here and sit in that chair and like either they're 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 on the show because they're on a show and like you know they're getting attention because of that, but then they're also trying to do this or that, you know. And I get that, you know, but it's like. I'm going to talk to you about what you're known for, for yeah. getting this spot or these comedy spots or whatever, you know? Yeah. And then if you don't want to talk about it, fine, you know, let me know or don't answer it or we move on or whatever, you know what I mean? But it's like you, you there should be, you know, you're going to be, for a couple minutes, you're going to talk about this thing yeah. right, that you're known for. What I hate is, dude, what are we even talking about? We're talking about fake imaginary things we watch on a screen right. that were written or something like, it's all fake. Yeah. Why yeah. are people, what's so serious? I actually just did an interview today for NBC, and this happens a lot where the publicist is like, only talk about the new thing. Mm -hmm. He was a child star, and then he went, he's doing something new. I don't even think it's them. It's a lot of times like the publicists like trying to keep their jobs. But if you're the most famous for this one thing when you were 12, of course, if you met them, you'd be like, oh, you're the guy from the thing. It's Yeah, because it's like, you know, for you interviewing these people, it's all about their project or whatever they're promoting, mostly, I would say, you know. But, like, I'm sure as a talented interviewer as you are, you have some questions of your own. You'd love to ask these yeah. people, like, if they were on a platform like this or your show or something like that, where, like, you could really dive in and get to know this person. Not that you're going to be able to do that on a, you know, NBC, you know, pop yeah. culture press junket kind of thing or whatever. Yeah, it's harder. I've just found myself finding the moments and, and obviously I have to do the business like oh in the movie right. this happened and this reminds me of this but like I try to keep it tighter now to like get out of the business and just have fun yeah, in the yeah. moment. No know? having fun is like ideal. Now are you uh, how nervous are you when you when you interview like what's the first big celebrity you interviewed when you were starting out you'd say? 
probably back in the iHeart days. I want to say uh, it was someone like, oh, good question. Wait, wait, wait. I mean, Nicki Minaj is the Nicki first Minaj. one there. Yeah. But then I was trying. I'm trying to think who was next. It was someone like it might have been Justin Bieber, like someone that big, okay. or like or like Ariana Grande at the time. But are you nervous for that? Like, no. I mean, like that's like no. a like I would not be nervous to interview Justin Bieber well, or, or, or even Nick. I, I probably wouldn't even know what Nicki Minaj looked like for a minute. And I'd yeah. be like, oh, wait, who is she? Oh yeah, okay. I have to remember. But like someone like a, an Oprah or Julia Roberts or something. I think I was. That's nervous. where I'd be yeah. like. Oh, fuck, I better get my shit together or whatever. I was you know? nervous for Oprah, I think. But I think since I've done it for a while now, yeah. I've found that also I think doing stand-up, like, you, you know, making strangers laugh every mm. night has kind of changed the nervousness. That's more nerve-wracking now as a comedian sure. than sitting down talking to somebody for a few minutes. And it's also the environment. Like, once you're in a room with publicists and cameras, right. and it changes. But sometimes every once in a while in your head you go like oh man i better not like say the wrong thing better or, not say the wrong thing they better yeah. not catch me not knowing much about the film or like right. i'm bad with some of the information like i said i'm these- i yeah especially like, like i i cop up to it though i'm like like look i don't know what this like you know i've heard about the show you're on like I, i've watched clips i haven't watched this or whatever you know and it's like if you're honest it's almost yeah. like an endearing quality and they're like is, oh you know you know which usually how i go i right. also don't there's nothing interesting to me about watching an interview where the interviewer just sits there and kisses their ass the whole time and right. And nails everything on the resume. Who wants to watch that? No, they don't want to. They can either. look it up. Yeah, they don't want to either. I, like I, my dream, and and I'm trying to do this here, and this is something I want to start, which is very basshole related. Is I mm. want to start going to red carpets. I want to start. I mean, I could get into them, but I would ruin these jobs. So I kind of want to do it on my own. Yeah. Where we go, like I kind of rickles celebrities because no one really roasts people oh, anymore. Yeah. yeah. I think there's an opportunity on the red carpet. Maybe you and I could come up with something. Hey, like, I want to start cool. going and being like, oh, look who it is. Like that last movie, not your best. Like <laughs> we, like you probably was a big paycheck for Netflix, but yeah. no one watched it. There's, see, that's what's interesting. There's people that kind of do, like I've seen some of those kind of clips where like, yeah. they kind of piss the celebrity piss off. people of, off. But it's like, yeah, it's like and that, and that's good you know clickbait and whatever and like people like to watch that shit but then like yeah you, like you know like then you tarnish your relationship yes. with, with Tom Cruise I don't or want whatever, it to you know? be it's mean like... I want it to be honest like right. like Don Rickles was but kind of biting because it, to your point about like some of these interviews with celebrities it's like I do think yeah. our culture kind of it's come to this point of like we love you. Oh my God. Like you ever see an interview now? It's oh my God. Love you so much. Like, oh my God. You're the best. Oh my God. Yeah, oh my yeah. God. Like everything you do is, is gold. You're God. It's I like love they're, you. they're like the Oscar shit. They're kissing everyone's ass. Like, you know, what are you, who are you fun, wearing? How fun would it be to be at the uh, Oscars? And, oh, and yeah, I'm yeah. there and I go, you're not nominated because the movie this year sucked. Right. But it's great to see you. Yeah, exactly. And, now, you, you, really, you were nominated for a Razzie, yes, but not yes, an Oscar. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you're so. here because you're you're, you're you're part of the cast of something else, or you're here right. just as an appearance. Right, exactly. You have a but movie we, coming out next yeah. week. That's why you're here, right? We all know you need another XYZ movie. Yeah, I just yeah, think, yeah. I'm not being mean. Maybe I am, but but I think... Oh, but I it's honest. It's like, it's like everyone, because everyone after like the Oscars or whatever is talking about like... Uh, you know, why is John Travolta presenting a fucking Oscar? Because yeah. he was nominated t- 20 years ago for yeah. Pulp Fiction or whatever, you know? And I, it's, like, yeah. <laughs> it's like... I also like that energy, like a little bit of the rebellion. Like, you know, remember when Borat threw ashes at Seacrest on one of the carpet? Like, yeah, yeah. There's a there's an inner child prankiness in me that I also think being in Hollywood a couple of years as an interviewer, it's like, I want to do more of it here. I want to get my, my claws more in that yeah. because this town is so full of like, oh my gosh, like you are the best. It's like, no, it's like, it's like bullshit. It's like, it's, it's all, like, yeah. it's like, it's like when uh, like certain like uh, things are announced or whatever, like so-and-so is taking over this. Like, like when Ryan Seacrest took uh, Pat Sajak's uh, Wheel of Fortune host job. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh yeah, he's a great, I was, I was like bullshit. I was like, I was like, why does this guy get to fucking take that job? I'm like, he's got five jobs. Yeah. He took he, that job for me. I was he, trying to go yeah. out for that. I was like, no, I'm kidding. But, <laughs> I mean, you should have done it. No, but I was like, I was like, 
like, why doesn't another comedian do it? Because, yeah. like, you know, Pat Sajak was a funny, funny, he's a funny guy here yeah. in Deering, you know, whatever. Brian Seacrest, he's got too many jobs. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you need to be Wheel of Fortune. Like, you know, I, I yeah. don't know. I'm just like, no, I mean, you're not, you're not. It's wrong. like that. See, that's the interview I want to watch. Like, someone that's like, like, did you really need this job, Ryan? Yes. Like, why, why did you have to take this? Like, why, why isn't, why isn't American Idol and and the radio show and whatever the whatever else you fucking host yeah. live with fucking Kelly and Ryan or whatever it's called now? What we're talking <laughs> about though, it's a Jersey thing too. But think about like the Joan Rivers. These are lines of questions that are honest, but also in like you can get away with being kind of the asshole, but mm -hmm. being endearing a yeah. little bit. That's what I'm looking for because that's I think interesting too. Like, yeah, wouldn't you love an interview? Like, don't you work enough? Yeah, can't you give room for somebody else? Do you have a life? Yeah, yeah like exactly, come on, yeah. like Joan Rivers was great at that too. She right. would be snippy and she was so fun to watch. I'm just attracted to kind of putting the light on that stuff, especially for people who need. I like reminding big people. Like, if you have an AAA list right. who thinks like they can't do anything bad, like you know, you see some like. No, the the album wasn't good this time. Like nobody liked it. It's yeah, okay. No, no one bought it. Yeah. And it's not me being mean. This is just how this is just how it went. It's like, just honest. It's okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I cut out for a second. Sorry. Oh. I'm good. It was me. It was okay. me. Um, yeah. No. It's it's you know people do a project. They they promote it. You know it either succeeds or bombs or whatever. And it's like they have to do the press. And it's like you know it's like there's times where they're they're coming out with this movie and you're like. Do they really believe in this final movie? You know, like like it doesn't look as good as you probably hoped it was going in on well, paper. You know. <laughs> yeah, I actually have a great. You just reminded me of a great asshole story. I'm going to tell. Yeah, because, please do. Because uh, I like talking about my interview jobs, and I also think I want to talk more about them. Like it's mm. like I, I was always afraid in stand up and being public to like talk about people or I don't want to be that guy who's like, oh, he's around celebrities, so like. I just tell stories about them. But but you just reminded me of like you know people taking themselves too seriously. Right, yeah. And, I was uh, doing a, a junket uh, for NBC, and I got to meet The Rock. It was amazing. Nice. So on my profile, like The Rock's the man. Um, but uh, I, I was this energy with Pierce Brosnan and some other guy. I love Pierce Brosnan. I did a whole bit with him. I'm like, you were my dad fashion idol. The way you looked in the 90s is the way I want to look now. Right. And he was kind of just like, yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I'm like, to say. no. Nothing, and maybe he's just like a dry English guy, like, yeah. not much back, or maybe my energy was like a little too goofy, yeah, because I kept giving him jokes. I was like, Yeah, man, like you're the best 007, like whatever I was saying. I was like, And then I got to this dumb question that I wasn't prepared. I was like, So you guys got such a fun cast, you got this guy, this guy. I was gearing, you know, you're in these cool costumes, like. After set, do you guys like go out in costume? Like, you go out for drinks and you keep the costumes on, <laughs> and he's just like, This is acting. And he, I'm like, he didn't get it at all. Dude, you're in Black yeah, Adam. Yeah, what yeah. are you, you This is acting. You, you have five green screens around you, right, and you're right. wearing a, a cape. Okay, yeah. this is you're acting. But do you it's, think? Do you think? Like, so, like, do you think he has a sense of humor or no? Like, like, have you run into like interviews where you have to like you're just pulling stuff yeah, from people pulling, and like it, like it's not working? Or I think it's he like, just took. I think he just was an actor who took himself very seriously, and it's like. See, that's interesting because he's in like what, like Mrs. Doubtfire, one of, the, one of the best comedies ever made. I may have you also know. like tried to almost choke on something spicy. Like I did all the worst things to yeah, him. I was like. Like all of the references because you know like on that set like robin williams is fucking around with him and i'm wondering yeah. if, was he like oh you know i'm fine with that was he just i think serious he was the whole time probably you know? just english but it, yeah. it, it it definitely made me look like he just kind of treated me like this is serious work what right. are you why are you being goofy right. have you ever pissed someone off so bad in an interview where they were like fuck this and they like walked away or something like that never walked away mm. wait now wait <laughs> one time Maybe, but this was also not my fault, really. But I was working for another TV company, and I hated this. This is a good learning experience for like being true to who you want to be. Like, right. 
was working for these producers. It's a big TV show. Never worked for them. Wanted to be impressive. We're at this backstage event, and uh, it was Jordan Sparks, the singer. She's awesome. Okay. This was the one time I was like so embarrassed. Something. This is also I hate that people do this, and I don't do this ever anymore. But like you know. If you're ever on a red carpet and you see, like, say news broke, right? Like, for example, we don't understand how, like, dumb and uh, uh, what's trivial the, the business is with press sometimes. But, right. like, you know, things going on in the Middle East right now, right? Yeah. Seriously. If there's a yeah. Hollywood event right now, there are journalists out there, journalists, that would literally go to A-list star and be like, what's your take on Israel? Or tell me yeah. about Israel and Gaza because yeah. they want they want a little soundbite, right? Because they know – if if uh, if so and so talks about Israel, people are gonna click because they yeah. care about that person, it's clickbait. right? Clickbait. Clickbait. So I was working for them. They threw a clickbaity question at me, like in my ear, like in the piece. last second. Yeah. And I was live, and like I was, I was in them. I'm doing my thing, which is like let's have fun. And literally, it was such a shift. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like with her. I was like, yeah, you know, do the da 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 da. And I was like, so what's your take on this bill that was just passed in Alabama? <laughs> <laughs> and I, and she was like, "What?" Yeah. And that's the one. Yeah, and she yeah. was like, "Why are you asking me right. that?" And it just I was like, "Turns out of nowhere." I didn't yeah. even know what it was. Yeah, you're I'm just, like, "You're just getting fed." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and I learned a lesson, like, because you do want to do a good job for people, but I will never regurgitate what's fed. It's like an anchorman, and he's like, <laughs> "Yeah, I mean, just how brown cow. I, I get it. It's like I don't know. Like I've asked some tough questions on this show for some people, knowing that like, oh, this would be a good clip. You know what I mean? But at the same time, like, it's like. All right, you know, let's see. You know, either they play with it or they can be like, I'm not answering that, or like, you know, what do you know? That's whatever. different though. You can ask anything. It's more like people don't even see the people as people. They just want it. They're like obsessed with the the numbers and the click. Yeah, game. yeah. And it's like they're like, how are we going to sell this interview to the the you know the advertisers? And, I just, dude, and, I, and it is so like disrespectful. I've literally been on the red carpet where like a celebrity died an hour before. Yeah. And literally, you have someone with a microphone in, in another celebrity's face going, "Give us your statement on so and so's death." And it's right, like, right. Yeah. even even if even though we're here to promote nothing and it's promotion, right? Like, we're, they're not ready to be like, "Let no, me talk I about." I mean, yeah, I feel I feel like I've seen that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, like the Emmys or the Oscars or whatever. And yeah, that, it's like yeah, what? It's like it's like last minute shit, and they're just like, "I'm here to promote the Oscars." I just don't like like I I consider myself like I like old school entertainment. There's a classiness, and don't get me wrong, there were drunks and there were people doing dumb things, and it wasn't always equal. I'm not talking about that stuff, but there's a classiness and kind of a respect that our yeah. generation is kind of lost with this type of thing. Celebrities, I don't, you know, are all people, but I mean, like that kind of classy, like, sure, yeah. and even Rickles, Rickles would be like, your wife looks like a dog, but then <laughs> at the end, he'd be like, everyone would love him, like, but I love you, and I'm just kidding with you, she's beautiful. Right, like right, he right. would, it wasn't like he meant these things. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, and I think that that is sort of what I'm more attracted to as I do comedy more. It's like classy ribbing, but. Not like give us your take on on Gaza. Yeah, like in the well, I can see of, that because like you know you're always wearing a suit when you perform or yeah. on your podcast, so you have that certain style which which I love. You pulled that off lovely. Thanks. Um, uh, now you've also won two Emmys. Is that correct? I would love to, to say as a basshole too, but I've I've only won one. One. I don't, okay. But thanks for oh, giving right. me I thought, an extra. I thought one. I said too. Sure. Um, take take five. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> what did what, did, right. you, what did you win the Emmy I, for? I just I, I when I go to the bathroom, I just hold. You just hold them, I have yeah. the one real one. Yeah, I have the four one fake ones yeah. from Hollywood Boulevard. Do you, do you, do you uh, I just go, wow. every morning? Do you pick it up and, <laughs> pick it up. and uh, polish it and everything? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I polish it off. <laughs> um, uh, what is the Emmy for? The Emmy's for hosting actually for NBC. It was a beautiful kind of serendipitous way to get an Emmy because uh, I'll just be real with you. Our family went through a really tremendous loss. Mm. Uh, two, going on two years now, we lost a baby really late in pregnancy. Oh, sorry to hear that. Level the room right now with yep. the seriousness. Um, 
So it was a very devastating loss. And it was November when we lost her. Her name was Rosie. And December of that year, NBC called me and said, we have a holiday special we want you to host. And I was like, man, I'm just not in the, like, it's holidays, but, like, I have to go into a studio yeah. live and be like this guy. Like, hey, what's that? Right. And I was like, I don't think I'm going to do it. Like, I never turned down that stuff. I was like, of course I want to host something. And then at the buzzer, I was like, you know what? Maybe it'll be good for me. I went, I turned it on. My friend was there. She was there for me. I, and this is like coming out of the pandemic. So like we hadn't seen each other. It was just right. like such a dark time for everybody. First time going back. Yeah. Yeah. First time going back. And that show won the Emmy. So it was almost like, not that you need awards in life, but right. it felt almost like uh, a weird universe. Like, hey, you, you did your thing. You brought you some brightness to the world and, you know, amidst darkness. This is something you should be doing. Yeah. And you're good at it. Yeah. And it was, yeah. Just a, it was just a holiday special where we were in the studio introducing christmas segments and right. holiday segments and me and this, my co-host joel who i love um we're kind of bantering and doing fun bits in between so we were just a studio host yeah. and i had a segment in the show that was also part of it but but hey man it was a collaboration with that whole team but it definitely gave me that nice resume boost that um i'm glad sticks out here and there i mean in yeah, this man. town people are like I, I was reading up and i was like wow i didn't know you had an emmy like also, last time i saw you i was like i didn't realize you had an emmy i was like, it's hey. also new york i yeah. think like technically it's like not the like biggest emmy but i don't doesn't matter it's the same trophy hey, it's the same and size it's right? the same size same weight <laughs> there you go and it costs it's the your, same it's I your think. first of many let's <laughs> yeah. put it that way all right so <laughs> I, i'm grateful for that and i i like to bring up this story of it because like yeah. sometimes tough things happen and like sure it's, it's serendipitous to show up in a way and, and do your thing i think so yeah no absolutely yeah. well that's awesome yeah, yeah so and that yeah. was cool look at that look at that emmy award you're our first emmy award winning wow. guest in well, you know the, our buddy the show. you know gary our buddy always does oh, Ga his, yeah gary's yeah, he always goes yeah, i was nominated yeah. you know i don't he say, hasn't been on the podcast yet but he did yeah the he always <laughs> introduced himself as saying he's a nominee emmy nominated emmy nominated yeah and what's weird about like credit is i don't i don't talk about it like for doing stand-up i don't no, i don't know yeah, i don't yeah. want like i don't want to be like oh no, like, i, I want an yeah. emmy watch me right right i don't know it's a weird thing but i, I appreciate you bringing it up and no, i will yeah. uh, i'll definitely rub its head extra for you tonight yeah please when I, please when I lie yeah, down with yeah it. like a, like a genie in a lamp maybe yeah. I, maybe i'll get a Razzie one day that'll be my equivalent of uh, my awards. Well, if, you, if, you're, if, you're, if you're at the Razzies and I'm there, I'm going to go up to you. I'm going to go, hey, that was actually a really good movie. Right? <laughs> I'm going to do the opposite. My, my, my take on the Razzies is like, if you're being nominated for a Razzie, you are a working actor in Dude. a major movie. So it's like, fucking go and accept and it. And also, if you can laugh at yourself, like, that's the thing. Razzies yeah. are where I'm talking. you got to laugh at the, the, yourself. If you have a bomb, everybody in this right. business goes through periods of stuff they don't love. Yeah. And it's like, just own it. If you're nominated it's for fun. a Razzie, things are going well, I yeah. would say. Don't you know? take yourself so seriously. Just have fun. Exactly, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You're still making money yeah now we're both from new jersey that's fine yeah like uh yeah rico our, our friend rico um that's funny um i just ran into him the other day um you know it was uh he, he's doing comedy now too i gotta, rico, I gotta, I gotta have you guys both on sometime. please rico's yeah, my yeah. boy he says hello i text him coming over yeah. here he says hello i've known rico forever he's really close friends with my wife and now me through marriage for mm -hmm. over a decade and uh, I used to visit him all the time, and you guys, I didn't know you live right next to him. Yeah, it was so yeah. Funny. I didn't realize he lived, because uh, I ran into him the other day, unfortunately, you know, his, his uh, uh, wife broke her ankle. Both or whatever. both. Yeah, I know. I was there. I was. I literally Dude, was, going to, the, I was going to uh, get my laundry out of the thing, and, like, I hear someone yelling, and I was like, Jesus. Well, like who the hell is this? I was like, is this someone crazy in a car yelling? And, and then... And then I see it, and she's like, Doug, Doug. And I was like, oh, wait, I know this person. Oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> why'd, you, why'd you push her? Was there some I, bad uh, blood? You know, or? yeah, I was like, I've had it. You know, you fucking Rico running his mouth. <laughs> Rico, how much did Rico pay you? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> poor, the poor, poor Melissa, poor our Melissa, friend, is, yeah. is in bed with two broken, no, broken I legs, I She'll think. Recover. But, um, She'll recover. But, but Rico is a very funny guy, also from Jersey. Yeah. And I've been doing stand-up for a while, and we've been talking about it. And finally, he was like, I'm going to get up. And, and actually, That's I just good. got him on a show. You did? At the end of the month, he's doing Animal Bar with me. Me at oh, nice. the bowling alley. 
And it's really fun when you see your friends, as you know. It's like fun seeing your funny friends yeah, totally. get up and. Yeah, I'm gonna have him on on my show at some point. You yeah, should. yeah, yeah, definitely. He's a funny guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, all Jersey people. You Jersey people got to stick together. You know, it's just yeah. a certain certain thing. There's a love. There's a love there's I a love. have for those people that uh, you don't realize till you leave. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's something about being out here and you just meet people from where we're from and there's just immediate like, oh yeah, it's definitely some Jersey pricks out here. I'm oh, sure. Yeah. But, oh yeah. Oh yeah. But there's a certain like camaraderie and and you know. We all feel similarly about things, you know. Right, exactly. Um, now you did our live show, um, uh, Basshole, where you you told a, a Basshole story, and um, you uh, kind of won the night by default, I guess. Uh, I don't know. But anyway, but uh, you, you did do a story. I want to go into that story, um, and then any other ones you have, maybe. Cool. Do you want to explain just because no one's heard it on this podcast? Totally. Obviously. Yeah. I also want people to know I, I took <laughs> I took that title from that night. Yeah. From Billy. From Billy Lee. Yeah. Who what just wasn't there? She, to no, get her, she, to get she her. was outside something. So I was yeah. maybe second, but I look. I'm gonna. It's on my hey. resume now. It's Emmy. Is that you? Asshole <laughs> winner number Here, one. Yeah. Just see. The, yes, this see. is what you had. This goes over the Emmy. Yeah, yeah it's nice. See, <laughs> I, I hold the Emmy on the toilet of your toilet. Um, so I work for NBC. I do these productions, and because of the writer strike and the actor strike, I, when I do movie promotional stuff, we usually get the actors. So mm -hmm. I was gonna interview Jamie Foxx and Will Ferrell. Nice. For Strays, the dog movie. Oh, yeah. I want to see that. Yeah. yeah. So when you watch the movie, the dogs curse like sailors. It's an R-rated movie. Yeah, I saw the trailer. And I, I was like, why didn't I think of this fucking yeah. idea? I was like, yeah. this is amazing. Yeah, it's funny for adults. It's a ridiculous... You know, you think it's going to be kiddish, but right. then it's like they're cursing. He's stray. He meets all these strays on the road. And my producer was like... Because I do these promotional bits all the time. First of all, I couldn't get the stars. So how can we make this an interesting segment? Mm. So she was like, dude... Do you make it comedy, make it crass if you want a little bit, go a little blue because yeah, the dogs blue. are blue. Yeah. Be like the dogs. And we only got two dogs. The actual dogs that they filmed in the movie because they're real dogs, I had those two dogs. Turns mm. out the studio owns these dogs, actually. Really? Like they have trainers. You should you should actually meet these people because of your I work. should, yeah. Because they're in your world. There's a bunch of trainers that work for the studio, yeah, and they train right. the dogs. Movie dogs. Yeah. Movie dogs. So it's a huge Great Dane, like a 150-pound Great Dane, which was gorgeous. And then this little, I can't remember the breed. You would know better mm. than me. The, the lead, it was Will Ferrell's voice. Oh, okay, yeah. I had the two stars in the movie, right? And they're trainers. This was the segment. So my producer's like, don't make it all cute. Like, dogs can walk over here. Dogs can walk there. So I go, all right, comedy. I mess with strangers a lot in my segments. Let me go around as the dogs, and I'll just say mean things to people <laughs> right. and then say it's the dogs. Which is not real. It's stupid. So the dogs are there, and then with me, and then you're doing the, like just talking. The voices them, standing next to them. Also, yeah. let me paint the picture, everybody. It's not just me and dogs. I have a camera person. Right. There's I a whole a, crew. I have a field producer because this is a, stu a big and you know Universal Studios movie. Yeah, there's a budget. I have studio yeah. executives. Right. I have a, literally I'm rolling deep with like 10, 15 people. So they know there's a there's a production. Big going production. On. Yeah, yeah. And bigger than usual, my second because they want this to reflect the movie well. Right. And this is what's weird with comedy is like. I'm being told to make it goofy and a little, you know, little testy. But then you have studio executives being like, oh, is this cool? So they yeah. were nervous because I'm a, a loose cannon. I'm a comedian in the park with a camera crew and dogs. I'm like, let's make this funny. Right. Yeah. The first table we go up to is a picnic table in the park of old men. And the first thing I said, this is the first time we did that. The second we started rolling with the dogs, I go, oh, look, it's creepy old white guys, anonymous. <laughs> And the guy goes, what'd you just say? I'm, I'm so sorry. It was the dog. I, this dog is crazy. Don't be, be nice, buddy. I'm sorry. Another joke right away. Oh, you got sandals on. What are you going to the beach? Ooh. 
I'm just got stop it. Don't be like that. Now I'm doing a I'm I'm yeah. committed. Here's where I went wrong. I committed to the bit uh-huh. the whole time. I never the broke. Time. I never broke. You never explained what was going never on. Never explained. But yet. some of the best videos, I I always break at the end if I get the reaction. I go, I'm, right. just, I'm just messing with you guys. This is a thing. There's a crew right There's behind crew. me. If you didn't see it. Yeah. So <laughs> I started each little beat, I kept like inflating the the, the anger with these guys. The third, a girl walks up, and I think this is when it started to shift. Mm-hmm. And I went, "Oh, look, a girl's here. It's not as creepy anymore." And, and, <laughs> and I'm like, "Guys, this dog is." And, and then she goes, "What the f did you just say to me?" I'm like, "This dog. I'm so sorry. It's a dog. I'm just here with my dog." And they're mm-hmm. like, "No, we're talking to you." And then this guy just kind of went from zero to a thousand. Right. And I was like, "What the fuck did you just say to me?" And I was like, "Oh, it was the dog. Sorry, sir." And he's like, "No, it's not the dog, wise ass. It's me, you motherfucker." Right. That just oh, goes bang, out of bang, bang, yeah, bang, yeah. bang, bang, bang. Fuck you. Get the Argument. fuck out of here. I said, whoa, 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 we're kidding. I tried to defuse. It's just a bit. He said, no, you're not fucking with us. Because I said, I think I broke. I was like, I'm messing with you. But they see the crew, right? Yeah, but you know what? They Some people just don't want to be talked to. I didn't really. Here's where I went. Where in L.A. Too. was this? Griffith Park. Oh, that's surprising. All right. I don't usually like not give people a warning. I usually tell people we're filming. But for this yeah. bit, I was like, I want the reaction. Right, right. Freaks out. Get the fuck out of here. The best part was uh, I was wearing this like purple blazer. Mm. And he, yeah, I start walking away. Oh, no. He starts cursing me. I go, you should voice one of these dogs. You sound great. Because he's like, fuck you, motherfucker. Fuck you. I was like, you should voice the dog. Yeah. And he's like, get the fuck out of here. Your purple jacket wearing motherfucker. <laughs> he was like calling me out. Jesus. And I'm like, where are you from? Like, you sounded in New York. I was like, I never get yelled at in LA. This is yeah, great. Yeah. Like, give me more. Like, yeah. you know, I wasn't afraid you of it. Felt at home. Felt at home. <laughs> everyone was mortified. Everyone working with me. Everyone, I was like, oh my God, am I about to lose no, this like, job? Like, we don't want a lawsuit. Yeah. They were all mortified. And I walked away. I was like, wow, that was a tough, tough crowd over there, you know? And also doing stand up, it's like, yeah. We've been heckled. We've had people yelling at us. Right. Like you, you just you just move on. And so I walk away. I do the bit with a couple more people. There's like another girl walking in the park taking photographs. And I go, she's like, I don't want to be on camera. And then mm. I'm like, oh, this girl thinks she's more famous than she is. Like I'm just, <laughs> just doing the bit to everybody. Prank, 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 prank. And then I we get done with some of the interactions. And I see this girl that, that these guys are with in the parking lot. She's like waiting for me. I'm like, oh, let me just go defuse the situation. Yeah. I don't want like the bad blood. I don't want. Bad. I really didn't mean to be that mean. I would have. Like, right. I would have. You're just trying the bits. Yeah. I was trying the bits, and I'm a fun-loving guy. And I go, hey, I'm really sorry. Like, we were just doing a bit for this movie, and she goes, "Are you targeting us?" I'm like, "Targeting you? Like, what? Are you, what are you talking about?" And I get to, like think in my head. I'm like, "Are they a certain ethnic group? Right. Are they, right. Is this Who a sexuality? Yeah, what did, what exactly. did I do?" And she's like. That was a fucking Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. Uh, She's like, we're all just trying to stay alive out here. And you coming up, you jerk. And I was like, oh, my God. I had no idea. Because I said the worst thing you could say. I said, creepy old white guy is anonymous. So I basically was making fun of. used anonymous. So she thought I was looking for. Who in Mm. L.A. would look for AA meetings and then go shame the people for trying to be sober? That's what she thought we were doing. It's It's just crazy that, like. You know, if it was like hidden camera where like they didn't see the cameras or the microphones or anything, then I don't know. But like if they see a crew of people, I'm like, obviously they know there's a production going on. They could be like, hey, we don't want to be a part of this, please. We're trying to do our yeah. meeting or whatever. You know, I don't know. And they went, they went really. The guy was so angry, and it yeah. made sense too. I mean, like, you know, I hate to be this guy, but like he, he probably could have just used the drink. It would have helped to be had a drink uh, now, but uh, horrible. Yeah. No, I believe in sobriety, and I actually said to the girl, I know sobriety well. My wife and I understand the 12 steps. I've done mm-hmm. them. So I was like, I know program. I was, I'm, I was like, I immediately started talking her language about yeah. this stuff. And she, you saw her shift. She was like, oh, well, I can't control others. And I'm sorry that he yelled at you. So like mm-hmm. it was completely resolved. 
But, you know, then I thought back about it, and it's like I can't imagine these guys, like, you know, the guy going to that meeting and being like his buddy being like, it's in the park. Like, no one will know. It's yeah, no, yeah. totally cool. It no looks like we're then, just hanging out. Just hanging out. And then I run a, up with a crew filming it. with a dog. I'm like, you creepy old white guy, Anonymous? This ain't Anonymous. You're that on TV, his, that bitch. That was that guy's last meeting. <laughs> yeah. First and last meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Never in my life if I if I known to cause a relapse till that day I go wow we did it oh, no so I felt bad and if that guy ever does see me in the world right. or sees me uh, right. doing what I do well he's you think a park yeah a park would be a safe place to have an AA meeting or whatever but uh, it should be but it's you know it's odd they have them at bars all the time I know. like they have them at the improv and shit like I know. And I'm just like oh, all right this I, seems like the worst place to have it I would think I mean I know it's the middle of the day but like still it's, it's like there's a full bar behind these people listen I guess in my mind it looked like one but like I just saw a bunch of old white men at a picnic table. Yeah. I thought this is a funny joke. Creepy yeah. old white guys anonymous is a funny line. That's what old uh, white guys do, pretty much. Yeah. I, I would walk dogs over in uh, Bel Air over by Holmby Park, and there was a group of guys, uh, maybe like ten old guys, that would just sit around in a circle, semicircle or whatever, yeah. on, on, with lawn chairs, and they would just sit there and and, and catch up and That's talk. It. And I'm like, this is it. This is what happens when you're seventy. That's this what I thought it. these guys were doing, but apparently yeah. they were trying, just trying to stay alive, as she said. And uh, mm -hmm. you know, I made that harder. Yeah, but 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 then again, I had a cute dog with me, so wouldn't right. that, maybe that would have helped. Well, that's he the thing. LA is a big dog place, so it's like you'd think people would be like, "Oh, can I pet your dog? Can I meet your dog? Whatever." You he know? was a mean. Uh, he was a mean dog, and the dog was mean because of the things he was saying. You know, right. the dog oh yeah, wasn't that's saying right. Saying yeah. the nicest things. The dog was saying like "fuck off." And, yeah, and, was and, saying, <laughs> but um, you know, it didn't make TV that the, the bit. I have, no, it was I just scrapped the, completely. Well, that, no, some of it made it. I yeah. have the footage still, but. Just to make good on all this, make sure you go see Strays. Yeah, you uh, go see, it you know, it, yeah. I, I, you know what? It didn't do well at the box office, but but, um, but I do want to see it because um, yeah. when I remember when I watched the trailer, the the uh, what is it? Will Forte's character, his name's Doug in the trailer, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like, oh man, I was like, I should have fucking. Why didn't yeah. I write this movie? I, mean, yeah. I was like, god damn it. Yeah, it's um, very it's very you, but um, yeah, it looks funny. I'm just gonna, so I'm if, if this ever gets back to them, you know, go see it. It's still go I'm still it. promoting the movie. Even yeah, Strays. I, well, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. Even if I piss somebody off. Make sure you go see Strays. Yeah, everyone, please, please go see Strays. Christ. <laughs> that's funny though, but yeah, yeah I mean, was, that's an accidental asshole. Like I said during the, the show, I think. I mean, he didn't know, but yeah, it definitely, uh, you know, on paper, it definitely comes across as the you and the crew being a little bit of an asshole, yeah. uh, confronting this AA group, you know, just kind of <laughs> nailing it to them. <laughs> like it's like these people just are just saying, these people are just trying to you know get through the day without drinking or whatever. Yeah, it's and I'm like, just <laughs> I think saying the word anonymous is really yeah, the trigger. Yeah, that was much. triggering. If I just said that you yeah. guys are creepy and all, they would have been like, get out of here. Oh but, yeah. For sure. I kind of went up to them and was like, everything in their mind, everything you're doing is a farce, which I think right. they have their own battles of thinking right. that, you know. Exactly. It's hard to stay sober, I'm sure. Griffith so to Park think like, in the yeah. middle of the day, yeah, yeah. And I was wearing the suit, the big hair. I mean, <laughs> I'm a punchable guy, I think, in that environment. I think I'm a punchable. I, I, my crew was like, I thought you were about to get knocked yeah. out. And I was like, that would have been hilarious. Been, like, yeah. I'm crazy when Did I Did we shoot. get that on tape? Did we get yeah. it? Yeah. My cameraman, who's a big guy, was like, I was legit nervous. Right, right. And I guess I've done it long enough, which is dangerous. But like, I kind of like, like I was like, have let's ever, see what happens. Have you ever done any like prank shows or anything like that? I used to do pranky stuff in New York a little yeah. bit too. But oh, I'm, I'm a fun-loving guy, so I'm never trying to really piss people off. Right. But I will do things to get goofy reactions. Like uh, in New York, I used to this before it was popular online. I don't know if I was the first to do it, but I used to speak song lyrics to strangers all over New York, and mm. they, those videos did well. Yeah. And one time I was doing like uptown funk, and I was like talking to a girl walking through a crosswalk and I was like uptown funk and he give it to you uptown <laughs> funk and some guy actually lowered his shoulder and like bumped me away from her so yeah. like he just thought I was being creepy to her right so like there's been moments where I'm trying to be a little pranky and people like misunderstand me but 
Well, that's the thing with like, I mean, New York, you can kind of, you know, approach more people on the street with yeah. these videos or crews or whatever. Here, it's like you got to go find the people because LA is so like spread out. You got to go to like one area or whatever. Yeah, like, the park is a. Chinese yeah. theater or some touristy, yeah. you know what I mean? Like the park is like people are like, this is a place I can go and not be bothered yes. for the most part. You I go, you go down to like Chinese theater, you know that you're gonna run into some bullshit totally. at some point. You know, which they're actually really tough about filming. They they kind of police the filming down there too. Now I've filmed down there a few times. I've, so yeah, I, back in the day I filmed some stuff down there, and now, now there's like yeah, there's probably more security and stuff. I'd imagine. Yeah, I'm not looking to make people mad or mess with them. At the end right. of the day, most of the time I'm going up to strangers. Like it's a fun interaction. For sure. Everybody. Yeah. They have to some, be game. Like I think, I yeah. think when you approach someone for like a, a video bit or something, like you either know like, all right, this person's cool to play along, or it's like, no, let's move on. Because yeah. you know, at the same time, you don't want to waste time doing yeah, a yeah, take yeah. where it's like this fucking guy is not gonna fucking yeah. play along at all. You know, I've done I've done so many videos with strangers too that I just like learned you become like a sociopath, like funny, yeah. not funny, funny. Yeah. All right, you can read it on their face, see ya, almost. See ya. approachable. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like handing out a flyer for a comedy yeah. show. It's like oh, this person's either gonna look at it or they're gonna be get the fuck away from it. Yeah, know? and I've done it around yeah. here. I actually go to neighborhoods now, like for some of my segments where. It's kind of suburban and unassuming mm -hmm. because you get more real interactions. Like sure. People are shopping because here it's like a camera. Same in New York, people just know to ignore. Yeah. So I go to kind of suburban valley towns now, and I'll pop in either doing a bit or interviewing. Yeah, I would say like Burbank. Uh, yeah. Burbank Mall is good for that. Like the the Grove Farmers Market, that's a little bit more tough to film over yeah. there. I'd say, but you know, yeah, certain they, certain places like that. It's been more well received in like weird suburban strips in LA right. and I like being I like spicing it up here too like yeah. it's fun I've wanted to do that with this show I wanted to do like a like a, a, a basshole booth or a table or some shit like outside and be like hey have you been an asshole before like come over and sit That's here and tell us idea. your story you know what you I mean do like, that. yeah uh, it's on the list but yeah something yeah. like that I thought would be fun you That's know? fun you give us your biggest asshole story yeah, you know exactly. in, in one minute real so you, people you know, you know? just yeah. Yeah, sit down have a have a chat you know whatever Well speaking on like the celebrities and stuff I just love interactions with real people it's almost like you get when they're not used to being on camera or like talked to and interviewed you do get really funny shtick and this oh, goes yeah. back to letterman and carson steve allen who started the tonight mm -hmm. show invented man on the street because he just was filling air and he's opened the doors and went on the street and talked to people that kind of spontaneity i i still love i think it's my favorite form of interviewing and getting bits yeah which is why when it backfires with the dogs, like it's almost like it's just it, to me it's funny because it's like so unexpected. Right. But obviously, I you know I caused uh, I caused some damage for a hot minute there. <laughs> but I think you really get. I think it's a blend. Even with my own podcast, like you I too, have yeah. comedians on. I have regular uh, you know people not in show business. You right. get a lot out of. Yeah, I like talking. People. to, like you know I've had people like online that have just come on. I've talked to like criminals online, wow. which I'm like, oh, this is interesting. You know, I'm, I'm trying to do more of that stuff. But yeah, it's it's always it's mostly comedians on this show. But like cool. yeah, like everyday people is 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 interesting to talk to because it's like they're not trying to sell anything they're not promoting some show or whatever yeah. they're just like this is who i am or whatever yeah and, and and here i i almost like getting people that go against in la you know so many people here kind of turn it on yeah. in many ways there's one i was doing a holiday segment last year here where i was singing christmas carols to strangers mm. and i had one old guy in studio city i was just like i hate christmas songs i'll never sing one and i was like i love you like thank yeah. you for being so honest <laughs> and then i messed with him big time and i was like come on just give me like a little jingle bells come on he's like no he was so mad and curmudgeon-y <laughs> and there's something that's where the comedy is it's yeah. the same with stand-up it's the same yeah. with all performance like authenticity and uh, unexpected stuff is the best it's it's the best and that's why like even during the, the live show of this like 
we don't do it at the bourbon room really, but we always have like an audience member. We pull a ticket out of the the bucket or whatever. That's great. We do it at the improv. Nice. But the bourbon room, it's a little unpredictable because like you know, it's it, there's been times where it's been great, and then there's been times where it's like, all right, this person should not be on a stage. Right, but right, right. it's also endearing because then they start enjoying it a little bit. And sure. Like we pull something out of them, you know. It's a lot of what you can play with too. Yeah. Like you know, if you look at Conan remotes, like when he's on the road, he's the, he's a master of pulling mm-hmm. moments from either mundane people or people who are kind of surprising and, and there's he just pulls it yeah. and goes like did you just or that's this thing i love those types of in letterman too you know the exactly. famous like yeah going to the, going ju- to the just shade store and, yep. and you just saw anything the, else the hello deli all yeah, that stuff all that yeah, stuff yeah. like yeah. that's my backbone and my love my stuff. soul in terms of like the types of stuff i'm trying to do and so right. much like i've actually been pulling up this just started happening it might become like a form of my stand-up i started pulling up first of all my father was in town my father-in-law mm-hmm. he's 80. I just pulled him up on stage. I was like, what's up? And my father-in-law, he's the town. He's like, I'm going to kiss the ring. We did a whole bit. I was like, thanks for coming. Everyone loved it. Yeah. Fast forward a week later, Joanne, who does this show, her aunt's there. She's 84. I'm like, get up here. <laughs> I just, I, so now I'm like becoming, I'm bringing up. Yeah, that's great. People, I'm about to post no, I a love clip. That. But it's like, you should. people post 80. I love old people. I've been trying to get my parents on the podcast. Dude, oh, and I'm should. like, I'm like, I, I have to like trick them into doing you it somehow. Should. Like I, like we FaceTime like every other day and stuff. So yeah. I, I think at some point I just got to be like. Hey, we're FaceTime, and then like I'm just here doing it and recording. Just record, <laughs> not even yeah, just like record <laughs> their their feed. And Except not tell for them. when I start asking like interesting questions, they're gonna yeah. be like, "Why are you so talkative?" You never ask us <laughs> this. Never yeah, ask yeah. This. You have a microphone in front of you. Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> but it's I like it. it I like re- like those moments that are kind of uh, you know not prepared. Yeah. And, and and I try to be as an, I I think I'm starting to discover myself as a stand-up. Like I've been an interviewer for so long. So how can I? Use that to my advantage on stage. And to me, like pulling up an old lady and interviewing her, because what I do might be a part of my stand-up that's sure. interesting. Why not? Like, why can't we all have room you to can paint, have, Yeah, you know? there's, there's room to play. There's yeah. there's all different formats, like show styles, different things. You know, it's like, why not? Like, there's no rule to, to comedy, I would say, you know? I, it's happened randomly, but now I'm like thinking like each show, I'm like, who's the oldest person here? Yeah, bring them up. Like, come on up. Yeah. Because like, that, I don't know. There's I love old people. I think we can learn a lot from them. I think we don't talk to them enough. Like, I had a hundred and like eight year old woman on the podcast. Like I'm just interested. Yeah. And it's funny because old people really appreciate your interest and we just live fast and forget. And I also, I don't know, we'll be there one day. God exactly, willing. Like, yeah. It's a moment for them. Like it turns out after the show, the woman I called up has cancer. She's been in and out of treatment. She was just in the hospital. Her niece was like, who was my friend was like, you made her, her week or whatever. Oh, that's great. And that's the best thing ever. Yeah. Like we're, we're just trying to make people laugh. That's awesome. get, like, yeah. Not that I'm like, you know, Curing cancer, no, but as like a comedian, the, but those but you are know the, I mean? you know, it's like people watch, like watching, you know, regular people. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be like a celebrity or like a comedian yeah, or an entertainer or whatever. You know? I'm discovering at this point in my stand up career, there's something there that yeah. I think I can bring to stand up that will be uniquely mine, but also be awesome for people to watch. And even I have the New York Comedy Festival, that's show right, that's coming, coming up in November. Right? And we have a little audience thing I'm probably going to do. And I'm thinking in my head now, like, I'll probably bring up an old person for like just to see what yeah, happens. Like, sure. why not? Like, why not? Yeah. Maybe that, yeah. I'm going to become the Gallagher of stand up where I like bring an old person up and just smash a watermelon. Like, that's my thing. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Someone should bring that. I, was, I thought about that the other day. I was like, I was like, you imagine if someone like Gallagher, like, like going to the improv now. Yeah. Like, and doing that, like, 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 you know how they set up the, like, it's like, it's like, oh, like he's the fourth comic in. It's like, <laughs> Uh, he's doing 15 minutes, but he's smashing a watermelon. Like, yeah. And then they got to clean that up, like yeah. two shows a night. Like Clubs, you clubs wouldn't allow it now. They'd be no, like, they're right. They would be right? like, no, we got to make money. People don't want to tip us more. Yeah. They're all wet. 
I mean, I love the alternative like stuff, like the Kaufman and that kind of mm-hmm. like again, it's kind of like the pranky thing right. in my head where it's like it's a little odd and it's a little odd, but it's like you know, it's different. It's, it's different. Di- it's the uniqueness of performers, and I think. Right. If you look at stand-up being in it now, like I, that's what I love about stand-up is we all can have our own thing that can be ours, and, and you don't we don't have to be the same, and you don't have to compete. Like everybody has their form of it. Yeah, it's taken me a few years to work out the kinks of that and right. feeling like unique about whatever I bring to it. You it's know? trial and error. You yeah. know, it's it's literally trying stuff and then exploring and failing and doing it again and you know picking out what works. And yeah, matter of fact, I, it, yeah. I have a show tonight, and you're oh, inspiring yeah? me that I'm going to pull up an old. Where, an old where are you lady. going up tonight? It's the first time I'm doing flappers, actually. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. first time ever. Uh, Yoohoo room? No, the, 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 the regular the main, one. The main room? Yeah. Oh, nice, nice. First time ever. I'm super excited. I love that it's club. A great, it's a great club. Yeah. Um, you know, it's 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 a nice room in there. If it's if it's full, it's it's a great experience, even if it's not, you know, it's like yeah. it's, everyone's, it's, yeah, I like going over there every now and then. It's fun, yeah. I've been in there for some shows, and I just got, got kind of roped in uh, to the guy there, and so we'll see how it goes. Hopefully they book me more, but yeah. Man, it's fun being a working comic and just hustling, and I gotta hustle more for spots. It's like a constant. It's it's hard. I mean, like even yeah, it's like I, I'm same here. I have to do that as well because it's like the only the only uh, most of my time is put into this and, yeah. and my show and like and like that's fine, but it's also like I need to exercise my material mm-hmm. and work on stuff here and there. And it's oh, I forgot to forgot to put my notice off on my computer. walk the dog. Um, no, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's like, uh, it's, it's yeah, getting time, stage time is, is a, it's a beast sometimes yeah, out here, you know? It is. It's a yeah. grind, but I'm really grateful if I zoom out, I'm grateful to like be in the, in the mix of getting stuff. And right. If I really focus on it again, like you and I are similar. It's like, we got the podcast, we got the, we got to make a living. We got to do this. Right. We got to. It's about just kind of managing the time, but really all of it grows to the same. It point does. In you a can way. you can really like pick and choose like the different aspects that you can implement yeah. in, in one or the other. You know. Also, podcasting is a dream. This is the future. A lot of what we talk about here yeah. come bits. Yeah. So, no. Absolutely. I go back and I listen. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot I said that. Yeah. That's funny. You know what I mean? Like, let's work on that. You know, it's whatever. Fun, man. It's yeah, like it's... an archival, like you know, like uh, I don't know, web of just ideas. You know? Well, it's a pre-cancellation. You know, yeah. like the bigger we get the more people will watch through, through this stuff and right. look for things by then mm-hmm. to be like, well, that's not okay now. Right, right. You know? That's, so why, that's, that's why I named the show Asshole, Bassel. Yeah, already I'm, like, in. I'm already like, oh, we're already canceled. You yeah. Know, we can say whatever we want. Um, <laughs> there might be a business here for you, actually, where you're like, <laughs> someone's in trouble who's on the show and you, yeah. you, you like sell them the clips that are like super uh, right. you know, risque or something. <laughs> Someone leaves like, but just cut that one part. Cut that one out, part, and yeah. you're like, yeah, I will, I will, but you save it and you I sell know. it. I know, yeah. I try not to edit this show, really, unless there's, unless there's like a technical fuck up or something like that. Like, I, yeah. and like I, there, was, there, was a, there was a period where we, I would do it live just to stream I th- it. I thought maybe we were live. No, no, we're not okay. live. But, um, you know, like stream it to YouTube while we're doing it just so I'm like, there's a live version out there. That's always there, and if I needed to go back and cut something out, you know, I can or whatever. Mm. But you know, I've had people come on and they do their asshole story, but they've edited it for the podcast. But they're they're happy to do yeah. the full thing in the live show. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, why? And then you know, and then they're you know, it's like, well, you know, that was a room full of you know, fifty people, and right, it wasn't being recorded. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, it was, but you know, we're not airing it. But but still, it's like I don't know. They feel more. This is more vulnerable coming on here, and it's like, I you guess know, so. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think people are just, you know, everyone's scared now. It's just, yeah. It just comes down to how you make your money. Like, yeah, sure. If you're a regular it. on a show, if you're on a reality show, if you're a regular on it, uh, you know, you have like a, you kind of got to obey or make sure you paint it yeah, in a good light. I get it. It's like everyone doesn't want to get canceled. They don't want to lose a job or whatever. Yeah. But so. what a weird time where like we're going to lose our, it's crazy. Our, our livelihood for like being honest about something or being right. funny or like right. that's what I don't get. I don't like, get it either. It's, it's odd it's, to me. It's really, you know, I mean, people need to just 
you know, chill out, I think, and just get back to, you know, who and, they are. I know. Everyone wants to save face and just pretend exactly. like everybody's like, no, we're all, yeah, we're all good. Yeah, Everyone's. Yeah. Dude, yeah, I, I was about to trash something for my employer, and I was like, you know what? Maybe, I, maybe, <laughs> I, maybe I should edit myself. I was like, if anything, hey. I'm always like, it just exercises a muscle coming on and being like, okay, this is a good interview. Like, let me let me pick and choose what I'm going to say. Yeah. So, like, if there is a question asked, uh, I don't want to say that or whatever. You know, it's like you know, think in the moment. Yeah, you know? I never want to make anybody mad who I work for either. I think right. they they all know that. Like for my relationships, but like you know, some people play it safe, don't right. like certain things, and it's like, I think doing comedy for long enough, it's more liberating. We're like, no, like my truth and my honesty is actually what's going to help my stage career sure more so it's like where do you, you know what are you going to edit you know exactly i it's, mean you know it's like as long as you're intelligent enough to to do a proper interview or you know yeah. own a set in a certain way then i don't yeah. think i don't think you'll have a problem with it you know yeah i also don't like that feeling like i think as you get older of being like oh i better not like oh, i hope i don't get in trouble it's right. like we're comedians right like, what, exactly. what we're all adults like, you know it's yeah, like you know yeah, just, we're gonna just say be, things. Just be smart about it. Yeah. That's why we're gonna go to a red carpet. This is when you're gonna my you're gonna see me lose my TV work when we start <laughs> doing the red carpet stuff. And they're like, well, Yeah, we you, heard you were there <laughs> bad mouthing George Clooney after you loved him. What happened? Yeah, well see that's where it's hard for you, I would say, because you is. got this awesome gig, yeah. you know, with access to celebrity interviews. But they're you know handcuffed in a way where like you yes. got to do their you got to do their patter and you know like, well, it's I, like I push it just enough with those like, I do the fun shtick and right. I do some comedy stuff but I'm never like mean spirited but the the I, the Rickles idea yeah I want to do on my own yeah because then I get in on my own and nobody can really police the content just, well you know? then if it's you know successful it's like it's almost like all right, well, this is what I'm doing now, or like this is this is this is a new thing. That do, you, a, do you want to come on board as a sponsor? Yeah. Because like this, we could partner with it or yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? Then you have it, leverage or whatever. It's a bass hole idea, but I do think it's a risky idea because that type of thing you piss a few people off. But then if the internet likes it, yeah, it could grow. And that's, I'm like dying to do that's, that. That's that's the, that's the key. I think if the internet likes it, then any fucking company is going to be like, well, then we're doing this because obviously yeah. there's there's you know three million people watching this thing. Yeah, and no, and there's. 500,000 people watching our produced yeah. segment. Then, yeah. I mean, imagine, I know. I just think there's room for it. Remember me saying it here, because when I do get out to a carpet one day, yeah. I'm going to definitely do it and see. I just think also for being in L.A. around this this scene, it's going to be fun to just kind of Oh, be. yeah. Or maybe I'll thing. look like a huge jerk. I don't know, but I think <laughs> hey, I can you get away try, with it. You got to try it. No, I think you got the perfect we you know personality a, to kind of pull it off. You know? Yeah, I want to say F you, but I want you to like it. Right, that's, right. that's my thing. Right, You exactly. know, because why not? Exactly. And that's where it's like, you know, it's 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 kind of brilliant in a way, you know. It's like even like, you know, yeah, stuff like what was it like a triumph the insult. Yeah, I love triumph. Oh my god. Exactly. Like that was genius because it was like this is this puppet saying whatever the hell he wants yeah. and and you know, no one's going to blame the puppet. Yeah. <laughs> so <it's> like, yeah. <laughs> I know. I, yeah, publicists are interesting in this world, but I think that people with good sense of humor will get a, a sure. kick out of like also red carpet interviews like they're so banal and they're like, so stupid i mean yeah exactly everyone it's they're like, walking uh, is like this is pulling teeth right so exactly someone just they will get mad someone might get mad i'm gonna do it but it wrong. might be a breath of fresh air from the regular you know maybe interviews that are happening every two feet yeah you know? i just want to cut through the kind of controlled yeah. nature of interviews like publicists absolutely this. only say this only do that we want right. to see this they're this right and i just want to get in make there fun of the publicists like, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. well i have oh there i had a moment recently that happened on a movie junket actually the publicist wouldn't let me do i wanted to do a cell phone bit mm -hmm. like my phone and they were like 
oh, no, 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 no phone bits. And so I immediately was like, wow, the publicists are, I started ripping on publicists to the celebrities. And yeah. It got real awkward. It's almost like it's like instead of like, who are you wearing tonight? Who's handling you tonight? Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Like- <laughs> I was like, wow, they won't let you even use phones. I'm like, you guys, wow. these guys are real deal. You guys wow, are on like, a tight I leash like, today. I was like, whoa, yeah, what's yeah. going to happen? What am yeah. I going to do? And they, and then like I, you know, it's always awkward when I left the room. Like the publicists are just like, good one. Like, you know, at the end of the day, <laughs> that that if I'm looking for comedy, they, publicists want safety right. in this world. Right. They don't want things. They don't want the serious hard questions that are like controversial or whatever. It's yeah. just a, it's just a control, you yeah. know, person to control things like from getting out of hand, which I can understand. There are jerks out there. Like I'm not trying to be a jerk. There are people who will do the. Give me your, you know, someone, someone so died ten minutes ago. Tell right. me your statement. Give me this. So yeah. they're trying to protect. They, they want clients. a reaction, reaction clip, or like that guy yeah. that like what is it, scored a Tom Cruise with the water gun or the oh, flower or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like that kind of like that's just like being a dick. Yeah. Asshole, you know? So it's like, like, there's publicists who are, are want to put the walls up to that stuff, right, right. but it is funny when like you try like you're not working for them, but you have to play the game or right, you're, right, you're gonna right. get in trouble. But I'm, I guess I'm at a point as an interviewer where I'm like, let's just spice it up a little bit. Yeah, you know, yeah. if all the publicists hate me, it could be kind of funny. I don't know. I, I just think it'd be funny. <laughs> yeah, it's Maybe. almost like like their job is like, oh, here we got to deal with Paul now. Here They're not go. gonna hate me though. No, I, no, I, I wouldn't no. want that. You're not, you know you're what not, I mean? You're not hateable. You know no. what I mean though. No, like if they exactly. just were like, oh no, who's who? When, who knows what he's gonna do? I like right. that. I want to know. Right. Like, that's how. Look, if we're talking about Letterman, my idols. That's how these guys were. Yeah. In interviews. Yeah, exactly. Letterman specifically, like he, Letterman was great because like he didn't give a shit and it was just like it was honest, it was real, it's raw. It's like he. Like he didn't watch half the shit, or like you know, read the book, or make fun. You know, he was just like, I love that. You know, energy. he just had he had to have these people on because they're you know promoting whatever they're popular, and like you know, he didn't give a shit who they were. Like yeah. some of the people, no, not everyone. But well, like, I just you know. like that when you sat down with him, you didn't really know what you're gonna get. And no. I think when you have good dialogue on with anybody, that's how it is. It's I, not mi- like- I miss that. I miss like I mean, I mean now you know he does his Netflix show and he's a great interviewer. Yeah. And it's like interesting, but it's a different thing, yeah. you know. So it's like. Uh, you know, but the, you look back on some of those clips he did, did, and it's like some of them stuffs like I ah, can't get away with that today. Yeah, whatever, it's know. just different. Like yeah. he knew to make it entertaining, and I just think that like we've gotten to a level with this type of stuff on TV or beyond where it's so contrived. Right. It's like here's your here's your anecdote story, here's this thing, here's how you're gonna say this, here's how you promote the thing. I just like the spice up nature. Yeah. Like and, and and look, I don't know if it's I don't know what I'll get away with, but there's something there that I want to do in this town. We'll just we'll just document this for when I yeah. get me in trouble. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we'll, we'll go we'll go back to the tape and, and review it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to seeing you spice things up with uh, you know your hosting and then going out on your own and producing whatever segments you're doing. Um, thanks for coming on the Basshole Show podcast today. Dude, um, thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Um, you have the New York uh, a comedy festival. Yes. What is coming up? Yes. November. Uh, Big, big uh, show. My first New York Comedy Festival show at uh, the Cutting Room, uh, November 7th at 7 p.m. All right. Old school variety night. I'm wearing a tux. I got a nice. big band, crooner, Sal the Voice Valentinetti. It sounds like Frank Sinatra, and he's like a very charming yeah, yeah. Uh, crooner entertainer. He's my house band for the night. Very cool. Very variety old school. Yeah, great, I com- love that. Great comics. Mike Marino, Tara Comstracci. Oh, yeah. Marino from Jersey. Yeah, yeah Nikki yeah. Paris, who you probably mm-hmm. know. No, Nikki, yeah. This guy, Mario Bosco from New York, who's a little Pee Wee Herman style guy who's going to be like a bit guy <laughs> in the show. Nice. So it's kind of Italian skewing, but it's also very much like like we're talking about. Old school, in the moment. We have bits, but it's like it's going to be a wild night of, yeah. uh, of, of who knows what will happen. Who knows you know? what will happen. Yeah. I love that. So All right. Well, they're working, and they can get tickets where on the on the website or click the link in my bio is the best place. It's right. go, or go to the Cutting Room. Uh, that's the Cutting Room in New York, and uh, they have it on their site as well. And tickets are moving now, which I'm always I'm nice. very proud to see. Like, and I just think we're gonna f- 
have an awesome kind of family style night. It's called Paulie's Dinner. Family style. Family style. I November seventh. I'm probably I'm passing out mozzarella. People don't even know you. I'm passing out oh cheese. It's gonna be a whole thing. Any any place that passes out cheese, I'm I'm, in, I'm in for for sure. Come on out. Fuck, if I was there, I would I would be there. I'd right love to have you. Yeah, man. yeah. Um, all right. Well, we got that coming up for uh, for Paul, and then obviously he's hosting. Um, the uh, the show in New York and LA um, and yes. your podcast pop up with Paul yes uh, is on podcast. is on your uh, YouTube channel and yes. where we get your podcast fixes we're all over we yeah. are all over the place yeah and that's been a fun place to open up and just not, yeah you know really have how long have you been doing the podcast now? uh almost a full year nice. already I started it here so yeah that's awesome yeah getting through I just got to fix my board right now but it's going well oh yeah that's right you found that yeah yeah uh, but it's good it's uh it's a it's a blast and also that's a place to kind of you know, have these types of combos that are right. even more unplanned and more like yeah, very much it. in the moment versus uh, the contrived, quick celebrity yeah. thing, you know? Exactly, yeah. This is where you can really... That's why I, I try to get, like, everyone who's done the show on here at some point because it's like I only get, like, you know, seven to ten minutes with them on stage. Totally. And this is where it's like we can really jump in and this just, is great, just man. Get, get, get down to basshole stories and yeah, business dude. and whatnot. You also, know. it's so pro in here. Thank you for having no, me. Yeah, I thanks really for doing it, man. Did I not, appreciate it. I did not think you were this professional. Until, until <laughs> I'm really I, not. I mean, it's I all mean, a facade, but yeah. <laughs> Well, you're gonna you gotta you hire someone like you're gonna hire for your kids. So yeah, exactly. Circle. Yeah, yeah. I need uh yeah I need a um. But sometimes we have people here helping out. But like you know, with, with scheduling shit, it's just you know it's impossible. Sometimes this is a, it's an amazing setup, dude. Thank you for having yeah. me. I love it. Thanks for doing it, man. All right, Paul Castable. Hey, Paul Castable from New Jersey, comedian, host, extraordinaire. Uh, he came on here today, and he he really you know you you gave us your best basshole story, and I know you have more, and uh, we'll have you on again. We'll have you and Rico on, maybe mm. that'd be fun. That'd be fun to do. We should do Let's that. Let's do that. We'll we'll do that. that. We'll do that when you when you come back from New York. You can Definitely. tell us all about your uh, the, the festival and all that stuff. Awesome, man. I will. All right, awesome. Uh, all right, well, make sure uh, you follow Paul, and uh, remember, guys, don't be a basshole, but if you are, laugh about it. Chat. You've been listening to I'm a Basshole with Doug Bass. Follow us on Instagram at Basshole Show. Think you deserve to be on the show? Email us at contact at BassholeShow.com and visit our website at www.BassholeShow.com and get the latest information. Subscribe on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast fix and don't miss the full videos on YouTube. Remember, don't be a basshole, but if you are, laugh about it. We'll see you next time.